Hey guys, who's bringing us in? Uh, I don't know, but I'll do it. So Beyond the Man Cave, we're back. Cool. It is episode three. <laughs> we were all, I was like, uh... We're, we're live, pal. Well, sort of. Yeah. Sort we'll of. Do, we'll do it live! Oh Fuck it, we'll do it live! It's still good shit. <laughs> it is Eric Ringel, Brandon King, Tyler Foster, Beyond the Man Cave, episode three. Uh, you got my name wrong, it's King Smoke. What's on your driver's license, dickhead? It's about to be King Smoke. No, it won't. Your the state won't allow it. Why wouldn't they? Because it's Texas. I mean, you have to okay. go. Like, I mean, to, have we not seen in the last fucking the... two hours what the state of Texas does? Look, I, I'm moving the fuck out of Texas, and I'm gonna get my legal name changed to King Smoke. I understand if like your business was a multi-million dollar business, and to put a little bit more. Uh, like it, emphasis dude, on it. It can like, be. It, well, hold the fuck up. No, I'm just saying it can be, but it's not right now. You, you'd be so, like but, Ron but, Artest and change your name to Metal World Peace. <laughs> the dumbest name change in all of history. I can't stand you, Tyler. <laughs> I regret having you on here sometimes. <laughs> I don't. I love Tyler. I love him as well. I guess. So, so guys, it is episode three. Is um, it really only episode three? I feel like we've been on like episode like eight already of this. Well, because it's been like we've I know we've had fun doing the show. Yeah, and, and it's also between doing all our sports show and going into this. Yeah, you know, it's it's been a great. Just because we've gone adventure. higher than you can count now, we can, it'll be all right. Oh shit! Yep, you fucked up. You fucked three. up. <laughs> Too late. We had to tell you several times it was episode three, but guys. Thank you so much for joining hey. us. We have got so much to talk about. This is going to probably be more of our more sports-heavy... Uh, this one definitely is because there's been a lot of just all-around sports news this week between Olympics, wrestling, uh, NFL, NBA, everything. Everything. There's, there's sports everywhere going on. And I can make fun of Teddy Bridgewater. So oh, yeah, yeah. Like... We'll make sure you definitely have your time to uh, roast. It's one of my favorite Teddy. pastimes. It, no, it, it seriously is, guys. I that's like his number one topic. You ask him, "Hey, roast Teddy Bridgewater for an hour." He'll, he'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do he, it and go over time with ease. Like you, you, he will not have a long pause in between any of his roasts. It'll just be one continuous long roast. It'll be much longer than any pass Teddy Bridgewater can throw. <laughs> ah, see, ah. There, there's the first one. But I wanted to start off on kind of a weird note. So before we got this oh, episode God. started today. I'm just, so, gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and just let it off be with fuck Texas. Yeah, so um <laughs> So we were so we were all here what it was about four thirty almost four. Oh, you were here at four, he was here at like four thirty, and and it was like four twenty whenever it started. Yeah, so surprisingly enough, my time. Yeah, so we uh had a storm roll through where we're at. And this this storm was probably this one is bad and so I wanted to kind of, and my anxiety is through the roof over the last like hour, and both these guys know uh, the situation that I've been in. Um, for those of you at home that don't know, I will go into politely explain what happened. Um, what was it? It was about? after one of these. It was after a show too, so it's even more traumatic at that point. No, it was at, no. We didn't do a show that day. I thought we did a show that day. Mm-mm. 
No, I was at regular work. Because I got off late from my regular job. That's right. That's right. I remember now. So, back, I think it was April? Mm-hmm. Yeah. About end of April. Um, Mid to late April, something like that. We had a springtime Texas storm like you wouldn't believe. Kind of um, like what we just had today. Yeah, basically what we had today. Um, it was so bad, I was near home, and it... I'm pretty sure, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure I may have driven through a tornado at that point. Because <coughs> um, I couldn't see three feet in front of the road. And when I got off at the exit to um, get home, I could not see that the service road was completely flooded in about three feet of water. And my car got completely flooded and basically killed my car. Interior car, everything, right? Yeah, interior, electronics, engine, everything gone. Like, I mean, it was it was quite possibly the worst I've ever had something happen in life and and I've almost had that happen one other time my damn self. It's just it's such it, a it, it's very scary whenever you're like have, like having it happen, but except I, I was lucky enough to where I had other people in front of me trying to go through it in, like, the same size car as mine, and I saw them struggling, mm-hmm. and it finally got to a point. This was actually back a uh, year and a half, like, two years ago almost, uh, back at the studio, whenever I was working there full-time, mm-hmm. and that road that they were on was known for flooding, so I already get that, uh, uh, the, the PTSD part of not wanting to flood your car out again. Because it got to a point where, shit, we parked four blocks up where, like, it was, like, a little bit more elevated. Mm-hmm. And we just walked through, like, three feet of water. Like, like in some of the, like, in the road, I promise you guys, it was it was a solid two feet of water. Yeah, this was... Like, uh, not exaggerating. Yeah, it was probably about three feet because uh, it came up uh, right up to my door handle. Oh, wow. From what I remember correctly. Oh, wow. Um... And I've been out by your place, so I know how those roads do. Yeah, so especially the service road where I have to get off when I'm when I'm coming home from work. Yep. So I get I, I get really bad PTSD when it comes to like really horrible horrible thunderstorms that drop a lot of rain in a short period of time because it literally it just it reminds me of it. It's been every storm that we've had here recently. It's just been bad. It's been they've been bad, but like my my PTSD. My uh, my anxiety goes through the absolute fucking roof, um, and you guys and you guys both saw it. I mean, you don't you didn't see like all of it, but um, you can tell. Like I can tell, my heart is literally like pounding. I I really kind of wish I would have turned on my heart monitor on my on my watch to see where my heart rate was at at that point because I'm sure it was really bad. Um. So, yeah, so we had that storm roll through here in Bedford, and Brandon may share it in the group. Uh, I'll post the video. Yeah, post the video in the group and on the page um, just to kind of see. Um, it was so bad, you literally could not see down the street to houses that were probably, what, 10, 15 feet away? If oh, yeah, pretty much. Like, it was, it, was, it was a bad storm. We got really large hail. I would say golf ball-sized hail. That was... Pretty large. Yeah, I would say I would say the biggest would probably be just over golf ball size. 
It ranged. I think we saw all the sizes pale. Yeah, we saw pea. So. Yeah, we saw pea size. We saw golf ball size. Thank God we didn't see softball or baseball size. No, I would say I would say maybe the the one biggest one that I saw was maybe just under the size of an orange. We had, we had no watermelon size. <laughs> Thank God. Jesus Christ, that would have been followed by a massive fucking tornado, I'm almost positive. But, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, so my, my anxiety's been uh, through the roof. That's why we're actually starting a little bit later recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, and so I, I don't try to bring personal life too much, like, but, like, then my anxiety went through the roof because I could not get a hold of my family. Mm-hmm. Like, so on top of the storm rolling through, I couldn't get a hold of my family because I didn't, because I wasn't back, like, in a, where I live. Yeah. I was... 45 minutes away. I'm 45 minutes away, so I didn't know what had rolled through Over there. there while I was I was at the gym, so... Especially with past experience of how bad it's rained out there. Yeah. So, luckily, I finally got a hold of my wife. Um, thank God everybody's okay there. Apparently, it didn't do shit out there. That's just. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. That's Texas, man. But thank God, like, hell, even at my parents, I don't think anything happened. And they're 15 minutes north of here. They're over in South Lake. I'm pretty sure something happened. My dad probably would have called me and told me about hail, though. No, yeah, that's true. Because I even warned him about hail. I was like, like, it's hailing. And I mean, I'm, I'm. I'm telling you guys, it was hailing as much as it was raining at yeah, some point. Yeah, you could hear it against the roof over here. I mean, it my, was, my roof was thin, so it was even louder than than what it probably was in a normal house, along with all the glass windows and everything. Yeah. So, but I, I kind of wanted to get on, on the topic of, like, not necessarily P- PTSD, because we'll be able to kind of segue into what else we're going to talk about. Yeah. But, like, just anxiety in general. I feel like... Now nowadays, more than anything, anxiety is so much more like, like talked about. Like people talk about their anxieties a little bit more than I, than I used to see. Yeah, because when I was younger, I when I was a teenager and even into my twenties, I don't remember near the amount of people talking about like anxiety or PTSD. But now it seems it's a little bit more open and free to talk about. I would agree with that, and I think people are really starting to become more aware of of uh, others, other people's issues, and I'm also seeing a lot of negativity whenever people even talk about it. And, yeah, and, there's and, still that negativity there, and I think that even kind of can tie into what we're going to be talking about today, even because yeah. I mean, mental health is really an issue that everyone struggles with on a day to day basis. Everyone in the country has mental health issues in some way, shape, or form. Whether you want to fucking admit it or not, you do. Yeah, I think I think you do. Yeah, there and it's it's one thing to be able to to have it, but it's a totally different thing to be able to admit to it and admit to like your family, your friends, even just like general public that you have those anxieties. Mm-hmm. Like besides you guys and my family, like those are the only people that like, truly know until now that I've talked about it on the show, then knew I had any kind of anxiety when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I know, it's to me, it sounds so stupid and small. 
But it's but not. It's not. I at least I don't feel like it is. Oh, and, and since we're still kinda of on the topic of weather, it's supposed to start raining again in seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it storm or is it just raining? Rain and thunderstorm starting in seven minutes. Oh. It's okay. also uh sixty nine degrees. <laughs> Six minutes and forty five seconds, so I mean, because Tyler's literally counting it down right now. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. Six minutes and thirty-two seconds. Thirty-two. That's cool. That's cool. Give us the two-minute warning. But yeah, so leading into anxiety and PTSD and and mental health, we have to talk about probably the the biggest news story that we had all this week, and that was the Olympics and Simone Biles. from the U.S. gymnastics team. So, if you guys didn't know, um, this week they've had uh, the women, men's and women's gymnastics, and it was the women's team competition. I believe it was Monday, if I if I remember correctly. Monday was the team so. competition, and so Simone Biles is out there. And if you haven't watched like the actual live coverage, I suggest you go watch it because, at least to me. When you looked at Simone, something seemed off about her. Like, she she seemed a little bit more anxious than normal. Like, for somebody that is probably what we would all consider the GOAT of, like, women's gymnastics and gymnastics in general. Oh, 100%. She's got four moves named after her. Like, she's that fucking good. And so, she goes to do her first vault in the team competition... She not only doesn't complete the the actual trick that she normally does at this point, but like she literally didn't she almost didn't land this. She almost fell fell face first forward. I'm trying to find the video right now while you're talking about it so I can post it in the group. But to see her like go through that and then you as the like after the vault had happened and they're kind of moving on. Like, you can see her starting to talk to, like, to coaches and to some of her teammates. And, like, they're, you know, you could tell something's just not right. And so she went to the back. She came back out a couple of minutes later, right before their next rotation started. And she, uh, you get the notification that she's told the, the gymnastics judges that she is no longer going to compete the rest of the competition. Um at first, it was labeled as a medical issue that she was not that that was the reason why she wasn't going to compete anymore. Um, it later came out that there were some um, some mental blocks that she was going through, and she was able to explain it. She explained it, I think, on her Instagram, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she has what they call uh, in gymnastics the twisties, mm-hmm. um, which is. When you're doing certain moves, you lose you lose the ability to figure out where you're at within your within your move. So, like the move that she did off the vault, she could not spot her landing at all, and she did not feel comfortable with it. And that's why we saw what we saw out of her. But I think it was really res- respectable that she was able to come out and discuss and say, "This is what I'm going through." This is why I'm dropping out of the competition because she felt like the, her team had a better better opportunity to win by her not competing anymore than to her for her to sit out there try to go through the rest of the competition with the amount of absolute, you know, probably terror at this point that she had running through her mind. 
I actually found the video, the the one that I was telling you about, of her doing it on, uh, on the, uh, the, I don't know what the fuck it's called, the bar routine. The uneven bar? Yeah, thank you. I couldn't get the word out. And it actually shows, you can see it whenever she releases, uh, that she just loses where she's at, and she could, she literally couldn't even get her feet under her. Yeah, like there was no way she was getting her feet underneath that. By any means, which, which is so literally life-threatening. In, in the sport you're doing to her, that could literally cost her her life if she's not careful. Yeah. So she decided, yeah, it's better for me to be able to live a happier life, not with a serious injury from something like this. Well, and then And push myself through it just for... Just for, you know... The the, the, the betterment of our country, to, to, to support our country, to show that we're the greatest. Like, uh, and... This week, if anything, people have showed how shitty this country this country is. Oh, just by their actions of, of how they reacted towards her the whole entire this whole entire week. There it's been disgusting. Of, yeah, it has been absolutely disgusting. Now there have been a lot of athletes that have come out in support of her. Like they know what they kind of know what Hell, she's going through. I've seen other athletes back out of the Olympics after. That's after that happened for the same exact reason. Mm-hmm. I've seen many of other athletes back out because they're being put under completely different situations than what they've ever been through in the past. They're probably very limited on who and what they're even able to do or see. So except for practice or going to the event itself, that's yeah, probably spe- it. Yeah, especially with with what we're going through right now, which is the the revitalization of covid and like and seeing now this variant that is that is starting to cause problems all over the world again you know it they were very limited on what they could and couldn't do and they, were and they very still limited. are yeah and they're still and they still but there's are. no fans which by the way watching some of the highlights and some of these events like rugby which, by the way, I want to show you guys some of the rugby highlights that I was watching earlier. Because, oh my god, was it was that actually like super entertaining to watch? I love watching rugby every I, once in a while. I know, time. right? It's a really good sport to watch. And I feel like it gets slept on more than anything else. People don't talk I've about watched, that sport enough. I've watched a lot of water polo. I have not watched enough water polo, so I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't get water polo. I don't get it either, but I've watched it and like, trying to figure out what exactly it is they're doing. and I don't know, but... The, the, the rugby the rugby match I watched was actually really, really good to watch. I want to show you guys those highlights later. But uh, what was it? where was I going before we got off there? But, like, it, it's been weird without crowds yeah, without being crowds. at the Olympics. Well, and and you, see, you see that it does have a toll even on the athletes because, you know, yeah, they didn't get hyped up with their team, but they're used to that crowd energy giving them that extra boost of the adrenaline, like, yeah, let's go! Yeah, like usually when you adre- have that. Yeah, the adrenaline usually can kind of help you push through some of that stuff. But the fact you don't have it. And now it's strictly on your team. Yeah, and now it's, yeah. It's just, it, it is so sad to see how people responded to her. Just the absolute, just disgustingness of, of some people. Like yeah, some people have their opinions on whether she quit on the team or not. I she she didn't quit on the team. Let's 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 call it what it is. She for the betterment of her country and the better of her team stepped aside. Would you rather have had her go out there continue to try to compete, not at her top, not at her 100% best? Would you have rather her done that 
potentially injured herself, or not even given the USA a medal, or would you rather her step aside, let her teammates... Let, let her teammates get that opportunity to shine as well. Yeah. And step up for her in her absence and show that they are still great even without her. And yeah. they did. Yeah. They were Just able- to even get a podium spot without your top star in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're talking about the world top star. It, it's it's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm tired of the toxicity of people. And and them thinking that they have a right to bash someone yeah, it's whenever they can't even do half of the shit that they get to do. I was gonna say it's amazing how many how many uh, amazing gymnasts we have in the world now. Apparently, because everybody has their own fucking opinion on what the fuck she should have done. Yeah. Like it was just it was ridiculous. And so there was something I equated it to. So, so a little bit more backstory to the Simone Biles. I don't know if you guys heard or not, but the the uh, the Olympic Federation basically came out and said that they were going to judge her differently because of the move she does, because it creates a safety issue for other gymnasts, because then they're trying to step up, do the same moves that her that she does. Just to be able to get the same, try to get the same points to her. So they basically told her, hey, guess what, Simone? We're going to judge you completely differently than than all the other athletes Mm -hmm. that are here. If that doesn't cause anxiety, I don't know what did. It would have been like like an NBA Finals where like, well, you're playing Michael Jordan and the Bulls. So other team, we're going to start you at 25 points. So it's going to start the game 25-0. And we'll go from there. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, We're that's pretty much exactly how and... it's been. And, and the fact that they even admitted that is very disgusting. And we'll also, uh, Michael Jordan can't play the fourth quarter. He can only play the first or the third. Yeah, like, th- that would be ridiculous. This is the way I equated it, and I, I want to see what you guys think. So I equated it to, like, let's say everyday human beings like all of us three are at our job. Like, we are the absolute best at our job. We get these amazing, uh, you know, reviews every year. We get these top reviews. Now, let's say your boss then comes to you and says, God, you know what? You are such a great employee. You have been, like, you have been our top employee for years. Like, we, we can't, like, we've never been able to find anybody better. But... Now that we're gonna, coming in. Now that we no, now that we're going to we're gonna change the review system a little bit. But only for you. Everybody else is gonna get the same review based it's gonna be solely based on the same review that they've always gotten. But your review is going to be a lot different. Yours is going to change drastically from what everybody else's is. So now you're going to have to try to try to meet these expectations on a review while all of your coworkers are going to have to still meet the same expectations. To me, that is, like, for you to tell an employee that, like, I'm sorry. Any employee would have probably been like, uh, go fuck yourself. You're either going to grade me on the same evaluation or I'm gone. Like, I, I, I feel that's the best way to equate it. I mean, I don't know about what No, you you're 100% right. Yeah, you guys are both on the same like same exact playing field here. Whenever he was describing it with basketball as well, and I mean it's it's ridiculous. It's literally just like yeah, you might as well just give everyone else the advantage and and just 
be straight up and just be like, yeah, no, Simone, you you're not gonna be scored the same way as everyone else. You're gonna you're gonna be super fine picked with a like a fine tooth comb. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like in a youth sports. I remember as a kid there was some rule when I was playing like uh, it was before middle school, so whatever you call it, little league basketball or whatever. Uh, if a player if a player scored twenty points during the game, they would have to put him on the bench. Like you could he couldn't do more than that. It's like once you got to twenty, it's like so if you're really good and and you're like the one you're, scoring majority. Of the if time. you're really good, you're punished for it or something, I guess. But I'm like I don't. I'll understand. Do you, it's like oh, we don't want to make anybody feel too bad. It's like I'll do you one better. So I I I coached a summer league high school. Uh, girls basketball team it was the freshman team they were incoming freshmen i coached them um get them ready for when they came into high school so i i was reading over the rules and one of the rules stated that if you got up by 15 or more points your team then had to make 10 consecutive passes before you could take a shot <laughs> really so, yeah we you, and so <laughs> so funny story side side piece to this um, my t- the team I was coaching in one game got up by like twenty, so like I was having them pass it more than ten times, like just because I didn't want anybody to bitch and moan. So like they were passing it fifteen times before they took a shot, and they were still scoring. Like the other team could not stop us for shit. They couldn't steal the ball. Nothing. The coach absolutely lost his fucking mind on me. Now, remind you, I'm like 18 years old, 17, 18 years old, coaching kids that are like four years younger than me, and they're losing, the coach is losing his shit, like going, you guys are blowing us out, what the fuck is this? I go, you're lucky that you're not fucking playing actual high school basketball, because I'd be running up the score on your ass at this point. Yeah, right? Like, you'd be a savage. because Because in regular high school basketball, they don't have that fucking rule. No, they don't. They... They, people would blow your ass out if you if you sucked that bad. Dude, I, it, it's the same way in football. I mean, they in some places they do have like a mercy rule, to where if you get up by a certain amount and the other team hasn't scored, then yeah, that's game set match whatever. Yeah. But in most places, as long as the other team has scored one to two touchdowns or a touchdown and a field goal and has like double digit points, run that bitch up. Yeah, sixty five to ten. Don't fucking matter. Yeah. Make, make that team cry. I played on a peewee football team that uh, we lost every game and didn't score a point all year. So. Yeah, see. And Nobody had any mercy on us. I can tell you that and I've literally witnessed a peewee game that has been like 65 to zero. We had one game, our running back broke like a 60-yard run, and we're all like, oh my god, we're going to score, and he got pulled down at the five, and we couldn't punch it in. So. Jesus Christ, that's uh, my dad. My dad was the head coach of the team, by the way. So. Damn, that sounds like my love life. His, his, coach, <laughs> his coaching record took a big hit, and the same team... Got a new coach the next year. I was I left. I didn't play. I took that next year off before middle school football. And this base the same basic team went and like won the championship the next year. I like to see it was a coaching problem. <laughs> you go knock on your dad's door. Hey, guess what? That was a coaching problem, Dad. Just needed a coaching change, clearly. <laughs> but like, I mean, to get back on it, I mean, it's yeah. it's you know. 
I just I I truly feel bad for the for the shit that pe- a lot of people have put her through because I think that, that it has made her feel a lot lot less supported that people here in the United States can be just such hateful people and call her you know all sorts of names that you know I I. I'm gonna say it. She probably retires from gymnastics after this, and says, "You know what? I don't need this shit. I've done. She, I've done everything. Might. I I've done everything I can do at this point. Like, there's nothing more I can do. See y'all later." And she and she might do that. It either that or she she may brush it off, step back up one more time, and be like, "I'm gonna silence y'all and not give a fuck what y'all say." Yeah, I mean, it's, it would, it's honestly one or the other, and no matter which way she goes, you know what I mean, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not. It's because you need to do it for yourself. You you know, as much as you want to represent your country, you you, you need to put yourself first and foremost, your your health, your mental health, your physical health, like all of that takes precedent over, you know, your like your country as far as the Olympics go. Yeah, check your your mentals and your chicken what I was told by Marshawn Lynch. So. Yeah, he's the he's the guy I go to for my uh, m- for my mental health. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Always. But yeah. uh, yeah, mental that, health. Yeah, mental health. Stop please. fucking abusing it. Yeah, don't, uh, yeah. Stop abusing it. And if you ever feel like you need somebody to talk to, there there are professionals out there. There are friends that you can lean on. That you got to like, find the right friends. Yeah, you got to find the right friends. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be one thousand percent. You can you can think your best friend's gonna be there for you to listen to through your bullshit, and then the moment you actually start telling them their, your bullshit, it becomes an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. You don't need that kind of friend around. You need a friend that'll actually hear you out and actually support you throughout the bullshit. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree. But. Staying on the the topic of the Olympics, more or less, have you guys watched? Like I've watched some of it, I've watched some of the gymnastics, and whenever I get I've free time, I'll watch highlights. I've watched highlights, but I've watched like some of the sports as well. Like watch, we were as a matter of fact, we were watching beach volleyball earlier. Yep. Before the show started, which I I like beach volleyball. That and we were also watching some of the gymnastics stuff as well. Some of the men's gymnastics, which Jesus. Jesus H. Christ. Dude, dude hit a fucking straight vertical backflip and his backflip. Double backflip. Yeah, my bad, my bad, my apologies. (laughs) Could not have been more fucking straight, so much so his back was arched backwards still. And oh my god, was it beautiful to watch in slow motion? Mm hmm. Wait, you can't do that? I wish I could. (laughs) If I could, I would be where he is right now. Yeah, that's or, a valid point. Or I would be farther in the wrestling world. I'll put I'll put it to you that much. I'd be, I would not just be some referee in the wrestling world. You could be in uh, AEW. Jim Cornette says they're all gymnasts and acrobats anyway. Even fucking bad. Let, let's go. Oh, fuck that guy with a wrestling I'll, I'll, ru- I'll wrestle Fuego and Sammy. <laughs> that would be See, you could do the most flippy shit. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's so, actually a match I want to see them actually have in, in AEW since we just you know nonchalantly were talking about it. That'd be yeah. a dope ass match. Give them thirty minutes, let them just go balls to the fucking wall. Now back to the Olympics yes, for just Olympics. a second. So the uh, NBA um, wishes they were the dream team, uh, United States team. 
that uh, has Javel McGee on it. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Jesus Christ. They have somehow made it to the quarterfinals now, I believe. They're either in the quarterfinals or semifinals. I don't know which. They just beat Croatia the other day, but their first game, <clears throat> they get beat by... Who was it? They got beat... They got beat. Oh, it's France. Sorry, because we were watching that game oh, yeah, last Sunday. Game. We were watching that. it. How they we kept sitting there talking about how they would lose to France. How they could lose to France. That's Kevin Durant's working on a trade to France. <laughs> but somehow they've surprise, been able to. Surprise. Somehow they've been able to pull it back, and now like they've won every game that they've played since. They're into the quarterfinals of the of the Olympics. But like, does it? Is it? Would it shock anybody at this point if they if they lose in the quarterfinals or semifinals? No. <laughs> like, I, I just, see them blowing it. They're just not. They're just not that good. Well, when they you have didn't... Kevin Durant leading a team, that's that's asking for trouble. Yeah, they didn't bring the right combo of people that, which a lot of it's not their fault. I mean, they some people had to pull out, but still, what what they have, it's just. I think it's good enough to get them to a certain area, but they're. I don't. I just. I don't see a way that they win gold. I don't. I can't see it. They've got Spain in their next matchup, which usually they they usually end up playing Spain in the gold medal game, but now they get no. Spain in the quarterfinals. So I'd be really interested to see if the U.S. can get their heads out of their asses long enough to. To at least get a victory and get to at least to the semifinals, because at least then if you get to the semifinals, you're at least playing for a medal. Uh, yeah. No matter how old they are, the Gasol brothers will find a way to still slap them around anyway. <laughs> they probably will, to be honest. Oh, God. Uh, so, moving on in uh, in the sports world, because I want to I want to help my buddy out here. Is uh, we we have now basically coined a new segment on our show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I'm I'm not ready yet. Oh, hold on, I'm not ready yet. Go ahead, you can you can you can you, so, you can can continue letting them know, but I'll and I'll I'll get ready. So our boy Brandon King here, as as we have had on our first two episodes of uh, Beyond the Man Cave, we have had marijuana segments. Because why not? Because I mean, <clears throat> let's be honest, Brandon is the connoisseur of of cannabis, <laughs> the connoisseur of cannabis. And not in a bad way. Like I, I take this very proudly, and I love, I love learning about it because it's a medicine. Yeah, and we, and we've had this topic on this show before. Oh, how we all agree that this should be fucking legalized and it should be a fucking medicine, right? <laughs> like, dude, it, it's it's hilarious. So I love that we actually get to have this segment. It makes my heart happy. <laughs> so, so we have, uh, we have given a segment to Brandon King. Where he will have the cannabis topic of the week. You named the segment, so if you want to... Hold on. I forgot the name. <laughs> typical. Typical cannabis cannabis guy over well, here. Well, now that's the name of it. It's I forgot the name. <laughs> I forgot the name of the segment with <laughs> Brandon <head>. King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pothead over here forgot the name. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> and it's dying also at the same time. Hey, look, I mean, that's just a great way to start the fucking segment. <laughs> so, yes, uh, earlier this week, it was actually, it, it, this actually cracked me up a little bit. Uh, and I'm pulling up the article now. 
that uh, so it broke that Julio Jones and and Roddy White are being sued over alleged weed scheme. Good. All right. <laughs> Fuck those guys. So so you just hear that alone, and, and you don't think it's gonna be anything too bad, right? You don't no, think- just a weed scheme. Like probably they were. Trying to to do some like like off like offhand shit from dispensary level stuff. Yeah, whatever. All right, so let's let, let me break this down for you guys because this actually like reading into this it actually blew my mind and I didn't tell you it while I was reading it before okay. the show because it blew my mind. Okay. So the Tennessee Titans wide receiver Julio Jones and former Atlanta Fal- Falcons teammate Roddy White are being sued over alleged scheme to sell weed on the black market. Genetics, a cannabis business, has filed a lawsuit in California on July 21st against the plethora of defendants, and Jones and White were among the names listed, along with White's company, SLW Holdings. White's company is one of five businesses that compromise genetics. So that's actually, that, that plays really big into this whole thing. Okay. Like, that's actually, like, a really big player in, in kind of what really connects the two to this whole entire issue going forward. Okay. Uh, the company claims the two players started an illegal black market operation out of their facilities, according to Market Watch, and failed to report any such sales. The operations reportedly sold around three million dollars per month of cannabis products. What? Three million dollars a month of cannabis products were being sold. Jesus Christ! Like, and, and that's on black market. That's on black market sales. Imagine what they were doing legally as well at that point. So, so side, sidebar, that's why cannabis needs to be legalized. This proves it because they, they're making $3 million a month. And if, they, if we tax that right, that's getting us out of our fucking debt yeah. that we owe to whoever the fuck we owe it to. Yeah. Um, so the scope of the defendant's uh, theft... Bl- uh, or the, the scope of said defendants, theft, black market sales, money laundering, di- uh, diversion of assets and expenses without documentation or approval is staggering and has caused its, uh, and has caused and is causing genetics substantial and irreparable harm and damage, the lawsuit states. Wow. So, so they're going into a serious fucking lawsuit right now with a... A bigger cannabis company that's that's actually like I even know of genetics. I I'm pretty sure I think some of the seeds that I have is from genetics. Even mm-hmm. uh, like I have seeds from them, and and so I know of this. Yeah, and, and the fact that you're able to sell three million dollars on the black market, and, and that's who, fucking who knows how much of that was would have actually been profit for the company itself. Yeah. That the company lost out on. Does this, though... I have to ask a question. Does this... um, Does this make it... Not necessarily harder, I wouldn't say. But does does this give the people on the other side of the argument about legalization... Does this give them an argument to say... This is exactly why we don't need to legalize it? No, because for the simple fact that if it was legal, they there wouldn't be a black market for it. It would be accessible to all states in the United States. That's the main reason why it's a black market, because there's still states that don't have recreational yeah. or even medical weed, or they can't even grow it. Texas being one of them. You know what okay. I mean? There's, there's still plenty of states that don't even have any type of, of even laws that are allowing cannabis to even be possessed. 
Like at least in Dallas County, they're not gonna they're gonna give you a ticket if you have under two ounces. Yeah, it's a ticketable offense to oh, to to possess weed out here to actually have weed on you. But yet, I still have to buy it off the black market. Technically, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm still buying it on the black market in theory. I love how they call it black market, and they're not just saying. These guys were dealing, like all yeah, these like, guys like, were that's dealing. That's what it is. They're like, dealing weed because it, because here's the th- here's the thing that I think I think some people will look at it and go, okay, it, it's all in the wording that they're choosing. Yeah, that was exactly what my point yeah. was going to be. Was them instead of them saying dealing, they went out and said, oh, it's black, black market. market. And so people look at when you hear the word black market. You think that's, super fucking bad, evil, dark shit. Yeah, and that's and that's the problem with with media is they they spin certain words and they say certain things to spin a spin a story the way they want it to. When just in reality, Julio Jones, Roddy White, and all these other defendants were literally just selling weed on the side. They were just of what it, their main it, business was. And, and should they have been doing that? No. No. Is it was it legal? No. Do I think that they should still be at least like held accountable and have some type of repercussions for it? Yes, because that's the kind of reason why we're struggling to legalize nationwide. Yeah, that's the kind of shit, the underhanded shit that that's like that they're profiting off of legal cannabis from a legal cannabis company. Mm-hmm. But yet, that legal cannabis company that has all the paperwork, that did all the documentation, that that has everything, they're, they're, they dotted their eyes uh, and crossed their T's. They made a, a make sure everything was perfect to run a legal business. Yeah, just to have someone go behind their back and take money out of their pocket. Yeah, in in theory, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you owned a business and I would, and you were selling X Y Z products. Mm-hmm. And I take XYZ products because I have a part of your company. You know, I'm a, I'm a shareholder. Yeah. So I, I own part of the products. I'll, I'll take one every once in a while from the product line. You know what I mean? It won't be that big of a deal. The cost to you ain't shit. Well, like, based off of what you're making. But I'm making three times more off of it. Yeah. You'd be pretty, you'd oh, be pretty I'd be upset. Fucking, yeah, I'd be fucking furious. So, so that's kind of what's going on here in just the cannabis world. And the fact that they're using, I guess we can even talk about the fact that they're still, like, that they used black market as as their main term. Multiple multiple times, even. In theory, I'm, I'm buying weed off the black market. Yeah. Like, like, Anybody, it, yeah, like, they, it, like, if we really want to, like, go to that kind of extent, yeah, I, I have people that sell weed on the quote-unquote black market. They just get weed from legal places and then just, like, be like, hey... I have some. Would you like to buy some of this? Yeah. It's not like super fucking on dark web black market type shit. It's not like that here. It's not like that anywhere with weed. The fact they make it seem so evil whenever it's literally just like friends of friends of friends at that point. Right? <laughs> you guys make our you guys make the the stoners seem so fucking evil sometimes and it's like, dude, do you guys hear me right now? I'm high as fuck. <laughs> you think they would let me jump in on the lawsuit? Julio Jones caused me a lot of mental anguish. <laughs> I still, in my mind, see that 300-yard game he had against the Panthers in 2016. Oh, and it, it, it gives ca- him PTSD caused, every time he a lot of pain. Pain and agony. Our, our terrible defensive did, backs. Did you have to, to uh, go to therapy for it? I should have. 
Oh, you no, you're supposed, that, to, you're, supposed the, to, you're supposed to say yes. Oh, you can get more money out of it, bro. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> I'll I'll make sure to to you know. It was the year out, after right. we franchise tagged Josh Norman, then then decided to let him walk, and we didn't have any corners. And Fucking idiots. We had two rookies <laughs> out there, and Julio Jones was just like, okay, I'll catch everything, and had a three hundred yard game because why not? But yeah, so. I just thought that was really interesting that that happened this week, though, uh, and especially the the numbers is what really stood out to me the most whenever I, whenever I saw the headline. Yeah. Because yeah, of course, anything that says any any big name person in sports or just like in pop culture with weed, I'm it's gonna catch my attention. Yeah. Oh Let yeah. Alone, that's gonna catch my attention. And so I look and I've looked into it a little bit more, and it was a legitimate like thing. It wasn't just like a one off on some other uh sports thing which oh my god that actually can lead into another subject for the week okay oh so let me fin- let, me, let me finish this one though uh but uh yeah now i just lost my train of thoughts i got excited about the other one and there's the <laughs> there's the weed man again hey sorry man you know <laughs> so what's the segment wh- called again I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember saying remember the name of the segment It's a good segment, all right? <laughs> I'm going to find a weed topic that, that that revolves around someone in in the big name industry every single week from here on out. And just 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 one. And just it's going to yeah. be current events. Okay. Not going to be anything past unless there's like a world record or something like that that I did not know of and I find out, "Oh my god, I'm going to do that next week." <laughs> He's going to find world, world records, records of, of weed. weed. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, so but so yes, you were able advertising. To yes, okay. advertising. So I was uh, going through Cultaholics YouTube, uh, mm-hmm. as I know we all probably have from time to time. We still scroll through their videos, and we've talked about them on this show in the past. Yeah. Um, and there was one that's been in the news lately in the wrestling community of uh, Domino's <laughs> and AEW. I forgot about you, that. Yeah, you know exactly where I'm going now, and I know you both do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there was a match on AEW for the you, for those of you that are unaware that have been living under a fucking rock, because I have not been able to escape this on Facebook. And every single Nobody day, knows. and every single day, I see Ringside Ring. I think it's Ringside News on Facebook posting another fucking story about it, changing up another fucking thing, talking about, and I'm just like, I'm getting fed up. Mm-hmm. I'm getting fed up with with advertising and, and then the the manipulation of it from reporters. Mm-hmm. Oh right? yeah, there's been a lot of that. So, so so the AEW match was Nick Gage versus Chris Jericho. No disqualification. Everything goes. Yeah, basically the, de- deathmatch wrestling that Nick Nick Cage is 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 known for. Known for. And, and, you know, it being on a national TV platform, you can't go serious deathmatch rules with real light tubes and real pizza cutters and real fucking knives and blades and shit like that. Yeah, that's true deathmatch. Yeah, yeah, and that's what you see on the indies, not on TV. Am I wrong here with with what I'm saying here, guys? Nope. So, so, So the fact that... There was an ad for Domino's aired right after this match. No, right after the pizza cutter. Right after the pizza cutter spot. Not after the match. Right after the pizza cutter spot where Gage diced open Jericho with a pizza cutter, which he's known for. Um, There's backlash against that. Domino's had to make a, a statement. And here was something else that I heard. 
is WWE actually is the reason why Domino's made that a big deal. Oh, I'm sure they are. Like, but they're not like, worried about AEW, though. No, yeah. and, and that actually goes into even more, because I shared this in, I think, in our group page. Uh, Vince McMahon even said in a press conference that AEW is nowhere near close to the same competition as WCW was. He's fucking full of shit. Like, in all honesty, I, I, I might try to go pull that uh, clip up from Cultaholic so that we can play it back real quick. Okay. Because I found it very um, interesting, the fact that WWE was kind of behind the the schmear campaign then at that point see that's the thing is that vince will put out there and i don't even think it was vince himself i think it was other people that were just in corporate that oh yeah no i but what i'm saying though is like vince wants to sit here and claim that that AEW is no you know wcw and no you know competition but like he he keeps letting all these Amazing talents go for no reason other than to quote unquote help with their budget. Yeah, they're more what profitable if, than they've ever been, but they're having to make these budget cuts for whatever. Reason. Yeah, which we just got the budget cut of Bray Wyatt yesterday. That and we'll get into that here yeah, in a minute. Whatever, too. like a billion dollars from stupid ass Peacock, which doesn't even work. And, yeah, but uh, budget cuts, guys. Yeah. yeah so, so the Schmear campaign though. This is this is the statement that was made on Cultaholic that I heard. Uh, right, so, so as I said, let's just here we jump go. Straight in the deep end, Mitch. Um, WWE, AEW, smear campaign. This is <laughs> this is bonkers, oh isn't it? God. This is absolutely mental. So, yeah. as everyone seems to obviously will know, there was a really violent match on Dynamite this mm-hmm. past week. Uh, Nick Gage and Chris Jericho and at one point Nick Gage used his trademark pizza cutter and just by pure coincidence there was then an advert for Domino's Pizza you and Adam covered it on the news I think yesterday yeah I think so Uh, obviously a lot of a lot of tweets a lot of backlash a lot going on with that there was as as I said you guys covered that on the news this has spiralled a bit further um, because there seemed to be some quotes circulating that Domino's were threatening to pull their ads from AEW but now it also seems to, to be the case that this may have involved WWE in, in some way, if you want to take it any further. Yeah, so uh, David Bixon's fan uh, is, is obviously an investigative journalist in the field of wrestling, and he tends to, to get really into this sort of stuff. And he's reporting that it began to spiral. And real quick, uh, the person that they're actually talking about, I looked into, he's actually a very solid reporter. Uh, I am actually going to start looking into him for any references into future uh, wrestling backstories that may not be publicized uh, publicly like that. Okay. So that is something that if you guys are ever actually interested in looking into confirmation on stuff, he is a really good one for those kind of stories. Okay. A little bit further when it started uh, with the front office sports article. Uh, now they dropped an article that claimed Domino's was set to pull ads from Dynamite altogether over the incident. And then the article also falsely claimed that AEW's bloody matches were turning people off their product, something which metrics are proving to be very, very false. Um, but, yeah, Bixen's band kind of dug into it, and apparently on Friday, Meltzer strongly apply, uh, implied in the newest newsletter that WWE... Real quick, fuck Dave Meltzer. Yeah, fuck, fuck Uncle Dave. As people planted the story, and voices of wrestling, they outright said WWE had tried to do so too. Now, apparently, according to a screenshot shared with Bixenspan, a reporter from a mainstream publication 
in reaching out about the story explicitly said that WWE had contacted them about writing an article on the Domino's AEW situation. Now this comes in spite of the usual insistence that AEW aren't competition, everything's our competition because we're entertainment, but oh my god, it's not beyond them, they've done it before, they've done it in the past, but this is... This is absolutely mental. Me and you thought we were coming on on a Saturday morning for a nice easy like, news story. On SmackDown, I'm gonna go get a pint. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly we find this, and our minds have been blown. And as you say, yes. only only on the uh, uh, quarterly uh, financial call, Vince McMahon explicitly. So yeah, I'm just gonna leave it there. Yeah, like because I I feel like that that described the situation far enough to to where. They, they had someone inside WWE straight, like, reach out to a publication and be like, hey, you guys need to write this story now. And probably paid them to do it. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure WWE... See, that, and that's why WWE and anybody that says AEW is not... It's not competition. is full of shit. They're sitting there lying to your face. The fact that, w, that AEW, the last three weeks... Has pulled over one million viewers since, especially since NXT dropped off of Wednesday nights, going up against that. Them. That that was that was a downfall for WWE. While while yes, you were having competitive viewership with NXT, and you guys were not having nearly as many viewers on NXT. You guys were keeping eyes away from from uh, AEW at that point. Yeah, and now that they now that they move their show to Tuesday, like now you get more viewers on AEW, and they're pulling easily one million viewers a week, and. Like, WWE is going to have to start taking them seriously, especially now with them releasing Bray Wyatt. I, yeah. I don't have... And, and I, I, it, I have every you feeling... You want to the worst part about, in my opinion, the worst part about the Bray Wyatt release, and it doesn't even involve Bray Wyatt, is the backlash that a certain superstar has gotten because of it. Have you oh, guys heard yeah. about this? Yeah, I did mm-hmm. hear. I heard a little bit about it. I haven't heard the backlash, but I, I so, heard what so she So, a said. certain uh, Hall of Famer. I'm pretty sure she's a Hall of Famer. No. No. No, not yet. Not yet. Probably not no. now. Probably not anymore. Yeah, I thought she was already. Um, so, yeah, Mickey James, former women's champion. How about that? Uh, Mickey James sent out a tweet pretty much talking about the release of Bray Wyatt and how... His character is pretty much given to someone else, and not specifically sp- speaking on him having his character given to this superstar, who I'm about to name here in a minute, mm-hmm. but just the fact that it's happened in the past where characters have been given to other wrestlers that another wrestler created. And yeah. we, we've seen it happen numerous times. Yeah, we have. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's honestly disgusting. We call it out every single time. But, uh, so, so she sent out this tweet, and people automatically assumed that she was talking about Alexa Bliss. And which, oh, okay, that's, that's understandable. It, I mean, it, I it can makes under- sense. Yeah. It makes sense. But at the same time, the fans had no right to go after Alexa Bliss like it was her fault. Oh, no. And, and- the backlash that, that Bliss received was unnecessary, was disrespectful, and was just disgusting. This is so this this is what social media has devolved to is we can't see and this is why we can't have nice things. Like she she literally media, deactivated her fucking Twitter account. She made it private. Yeah, like social media has literally become the bane of everybody's existence. It's now just 
<laughs> you go online on the Facebook or Instagram or you know to Twitter and you see your favorite superstar, you see your favorite celebrity post something that you don't necessarily maybe agree with or you don't like, and you literally call them every name under the sun. You call you you say they're you know fuck you for doing this and like all this other shit. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Can we go back to the days of social media where, like, we share pictures of our fucking dogs, our fucking kids, and everybody's like, oh, that's a cute dog, or oh, that's a cute kid. Like, no. No, we're, we're so far gone from it. Like, the social media experiment needs to end, and it needs to end now. Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, they all need to go away. I Because, honestly, and this will tie it all together. All of social media is ruining, ruining mental health in this country to a absolute, the umpteenth degree. Like, mental health has gotten so much worse because of social media. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Yeah, it's been, it's like, you, the, the, there's nothing really, like, to say about it. You're, yeah, you're 100% right. Like, everybody's, everyone's too stupid to use it responsibly, basically, is what's happening there. It's like, oh, what can I do with this? Oh, I could tell everybody. People take it too seriously. Tell as well. everybody to fuck off, and then somebody somebody says something negative about me. Oh, I'm gonna let that ruin my life. That's pretty much the social media uh, merry-go-round back and forth. It's... People take social media too seriously, and they just need to like take more shit with a grain of fucking salt. Yeah, somebody somebody posts a negative comment about somebody, they go on a rant about. Like I, I'm not here to I'm not here to be insulted. Blah 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 blah. It's like okay, so you just let that just ruin your life. Somebody said, "Hey, I don't like you." Cool. Okay. I mean, like I, I'm literally an asshole to people all the fucking time. Even in even in the addicts group, and you you see my comments. You guys probably both see I've seen my comments in there. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, I go after certain people. I'm not gonna name the names, but I've gone after certain people from the fans because they some of them are just fucking stupid. And and they try to they try to get themselves over more than anything else, like off off show they try to get themselves over more than anything else on the fan page they try to yeah, yeah. but I mean again that's like I'm not gonna I'm gonna say you're kind of wrong for that I get I get that's eh. your personality but like eh. I know you don't I know you don't give a shit. I get it. They but also I'm just, tried calling me out on my ref shit last night, which is kinda why I'm in the mood I'm in. <laughs> okay. Well, that's understandable. I because you told me the story before the show, so I understand. Yeah. But like I If it's like, a tag, it's a tag, bitches. Oh god. What? Power just went out again. Did it? Uh, it, it flickered. It flickered enough that it, yeah, we're still we're still dealing with the remnants of whatever storm that was. But uh, I just saw all the lights flicker and the TV went off. My Xbox flickered on and off real quick. <laughs> it'll yeah, it'll come back on here in a minute. We're good. We're good. Um, but yeah, like it, like it's just I'm I'm tired of it. Like literally, I just use social media for this show at this point. Yeah, like I, mean, I don't. I rarely ever post. Like I've even stopped posting political stuff on my Facebook. And yeah. And and the reason I do it is because I, I, the reason I've stopped doing it is because one I have family on my page on on my Facebook uh, account that don't see the see politics the same way that I do, and, and they you don't want to like, get into arguments with your family. And they feel like the, the you know certain people feel like they need to comment on everything that they see, and I just mm-hmm. I've gotten tired of it. 
and and, and I'm sorry, if that, and I'm sorry if that hurts their feelings because I know that I know they listen to the show, but I've stopped posting political stuff because I just I I hate the arguments. Like we're uh, supposed I, to be family, but you like literally, I've my view isn't arguments. right, and uh, you know, I've gotten into arguments with with uh, with family before on my post multiple times. And one of them got so heated to the point where e- even in private messages it got heated to the point where I said, fine, block me then. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we, I have not talked to him since. And I will refuse to talk to him because instead of trying to be civil and I was trying to be civil, he wanted to be irrational and not even hear me out. No. And, and, and here's where it actually, I'll, I'll even take it a step further because this is actually kind of like petty on, on their end. They had the gall to call my mom and tell them about the situation. And then my mom called me. Like, like why did this Christ. happen? Like, excuse me? I have to explain why I why I believe the way I am and why I'm taking my own ground. Like, sticking my foot in the ground right now. Wow. Like, I'm staying my ground. Jesus I'm not Christ. moving here. No. <clears throat> and, and I got her to see where I was coming from. And she was she was open to the idea. She, she was able to have a civil conversation about it. Yeah, that's one. Well, there, <laughs> there are people out there that are on the other side of the, the spectrum, like, just in politics-wise. Yeah. Uh, you know, that don't necessarily agree with what I agree with. But I have very civil conversations with them. We can have conversations. We don't call each other names. We're able to have civil conversations about it, and we and leave if we it disagree, that. if we disagree, then look. All right, cool. I I don't see it your way. I I don't see it, or you don't see it mine. Yeah, that's the way it is. Do I see you a little bit differently from it? Man, not really. No. Why should I? Yeah. I've known you for as long as I have. We just because now there's a there, we have a disagreement where we can't be friends. Yeah, it's just... Me and him talk shit to each other all the time, and I'm surprised he's still my friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it can it's as simple as that, even. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, that's, but, that's, like, that's, that's what a, it is. But, I, but see, that's a different kind of, like, shit talking. That's more of, like... No, but I mean, like, that's the way... that That's as, like, as basic as politi- like politics really can get is... And that's the way it's getting now. Yeah. People, people On social media, it's getting to where it's just name-calling. People take political disagreements as, like, personal insults for some reason now, and I don't get it. Like, are you... Is your, what you politically stand by, is that so much your personality that if somebody differs from you that you have to take it personally? Like, that, I don't understand that. It like, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, like, I've always told it, I've always told anybody that I'm friends with, you know, I, I do not look at you any differently just because you may have a different political uh, belief than I do. I, that's your choice. That's your opinion. And you are entitled to your own opinion. I'm not going to sit here and sit and call you a moron because you think one way while I think another way. Like, that's totally counterproductive to the debate system as it is in general. Here, here's one of my favorite ones that, that gets brought up every single time election season starts it is everyone telling people to vote. And, and yeah, I get that that one voice does matter. But at the same time, what if you seriously just don't like any of the fucking candidates? Well, and that's a very that's a very understandable. So you just point. don't vote because you're you're like I don't know. I only voted this year because I didn't I I voted for the lesser of two evils. Yeah, in my I, mind, that's I the vote. only reason I voted. Had had it been somebody else, that I would have been voting for a totally different reason. I did. I didn't vote because I didn't. I don't like any of the I don't like any of the options that we have. 
until there's someone who is younger who is <coughs> able to tap into the younger demographic between you know like the the eighteen to the young crowd is literally eight year old. Yeah, the, the the young crowd that is coming up and going the to the ones be that are the ones that are more important. Yeah. The ones that are building and restructuring the the way our fucking communities are supposed to work. Yeah. We're the ones that are being missed out on on all these targeting opportunities in every single time politics are ever ever brought up. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that that's the one thing that that's the one main reason why I don't like voting because they never try to target the right audience. Mm-hmm. They, ne- yeah, they, they, they never they do. never do. And until the day that I find a candidate that I can actually like agree with on all on a majority of stances and be like, yeah, okay, I can I can work with you on that. I can I can see that. I can see that. I'm not gonna. I'm personally not going to do it. Yeah. Personally, that's yeah, and that's your personal choice, and you are more and, than welcome to that. And people are choice. gonna hate that. And you know what? That's fine. Once again, we've it's we've we've so talked weird. time we've talked time and time again on this. I really don't give a fuck what you think. You you can you can think I'm I'm the worst fucking American human being at that point that I'm not American for not voting. That's cool. I I really could care less because this country's already gone to shit anyways. I haven't voted since two thousand eight because I voted oh oh four was the first time I was old enough. I voted in oh four just to have the experience. I voted in oh eight because we went like as a family more or less. So I just kind of got dragged into it and did it. I haven't voted since then because I I hate the two-party system and I feel like it's just pointless until you have something beyond that. Exactly. Because with this system, all you're doing is just a seesaw back and forth. Like you have your people who are going to always be Democrat. You have your people who are always going to be Republican. No matter who runs on either side, that's who they're going to vote for regardless. Then you have the people in the middle who are just going to flip-flop back and forth every election. I didn't get what I wanted from this candidate. I'm going this way. Yep. That one didn't give me what I wanted. We're going back the other way. That's why we just go Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat. It's pointless. I mean, what's It's stupid. Who cares? It, it really is, and I hate politics. To like, politics will be the end of this world, because I mean, there there's no there's no right or wrong whenever it comes to it. And just look at the last. I mean, you can look at all the elections, really, but specifically look at like the last one or the last two. I mean, somehow you got down out of bazillions of people to. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, or Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Yeah, out of all these people, how did you get down to that? Where those are your options? Like, d- until then, like I just, like I'm not gonna vote. I don't. I no, don't care. no, and, and like I said, n- there's never been a good option for me, even in the smaller parties. You know what I mean? Like in in all those other smaller parties that are <clears throat> never going to probably end up being. Well, and that's the thing. Well, and that's the thing, though, that we've got to get past. Like, it, we've got to get past a two-party system. In we do. And that's what we were very, just talking about. At the well. very least, at the very least, you need to have a, a situation where instead of each party nominating one candidate, each party nominates, like, a handful of candidates. Because within each one, you have people who have varying forms of Republican, Democrat, and then you could pick maybe through those. But when mm-hmm. you just have two, one from each, and that's it, that's... I mean, 
Yeah, uh, you're spoiler. literally choosing between shooting yourself in the, you know, in the foot or in the hand. Like which one? Which one do you think is going to hurt less? And like, like you guys said, you guys don't, know, you won't go vote. You know, when it's when you're given choices like that, I, I don't blame you. I and then like people to get the to get the nomination, like maybe they had some like differing opinions, but like well. I'm in this party now, and if I want a chance to win, I have to represent this party. So I'm just going to shift all of this to where they'll now like me. And hey, I got the <laughs> nod. Here I am. Look at me. Yeah. So I actually forgot to, to bring this one up in in my subject or in in, in my topic. Uh, the of, the segment you cannot remember I the can't name remember to. the name of. <laughs> the, I don't remember the name. The, the the I can't remember the name of this segment with Brandon King. Yeah. So uh, and this actually goes on to something that I've actually already brought up previously on the show. Uh, actually, the exact same press conference, just more of it uh-huh. uh, from the marijuana legalization uh, post. Which I'll actually play both parts because just to kind of give our audience a recap here. Okay together to release draft legislation to end the federal prohibition on cannabis. This is monumental because at long last we are taking steps in the Senate to right the wrongs of the failed war on drugs. As my colleagues and I have said before, the war on drugs has really been a war on people, particularly people of color. The Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act would help put an end to the unfair targeting and treatment of communities of color by removing cannabis from the federal list of controlled substances. We are so, so we had that one. Yeah, so we heard that one. Uh, and I played that one before. So this one is kind of just like a follow-up on that that I literally saw before, like while we were waiting to uh, all gather up here for the podcast today. Okay. And as more and more states legalize marijuana, it's time for our federal cannabis law to catch up. We also very much believe in the expungement of records. Because of the historical overcriminalization, people shouldn't have to live. If they had a small amount of marijuana in their possession, people shouldn't have to live with a criminal record the rest of their lives. Expunge those records. Let these people become productive citizens without that criminal record, severe criminal record, hanging over their head. We also want to make sure that there's a fair administration and that smaller businesses and communities of color are not left out as marijuana is legalized and sold across the country. So that's just awesome just to hear. Yeah. The fact that they're going to expunge... They People's want... records. That means they're going to be releasing people out of jail for small cannabis crimes. They're going to be letting people be able to go back to a normal life, get whatever jobs they they can get without any type of worry, stress, or or anything. It it would be amazing in this country because I I feel like we will have kind of hit the top of the hill. When it comes to this, and we're going to start going back down to a more responsible, like, mm-hmm. you know, a, a level that, and that this country that needs. Up. The only reason I brought that up is because we were talking politics, and of course they're having the, the draft bill go through the Senate right now. Yeah. so Or go through the House. I think it goes, you can have it either way, I yeah. believe. Yeah, so like with, with uh, Senator Schumer there, 
uh, announcing it. It's probably going through the Senate first, and then yeah, we we'll go through the, the house. through the House. So I just I'm I'm really really happy, and that that made that made once again made my stoner hurt happy <laughs> <laughs> because the fact that I've I've already had my record expunged with my weed shit in the past, so I already know the stress of all the weight that's lifted off your shoulders from that is just magical. Yeah. That high is nothing that weed can give you. I promise you that much. So I just thought that that was awesome that we're one step closer to trying to uh, federally legalize since that was a topic of earlier. Yeah. So, uh... I think that ends my, uh... I forgot the name of my... my Forgot the name of my segment with Brandon King. Um, I can't remember the name of my... I can't remember the name of my segment. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I think that'll also uh, put an end to the show. We've we, had a really good show today. Yeah. We've we, bounced uh, all over the place. Yeah, we literally, I think we hit just about everything we wanted to today. Mental health, I think, is the the key word for today. Um, yeah. Mental health, uh, make sure you guys... Oh, I can actually tie in mental health to, to the release of that as well because of the re- yeah. the stress release of everything, the weight off your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. so we mental hit health. mental health one more time. So uh, thank you guys so much uh, for listening to Beyond the Man Cave. It's been amazing. We're up to fifty plays um, on on our two episodes uh, 50. total. Fifty! Wow, he got the fifty. I'll be damned. Well, he didn't have to count to it. He just knew the number fifty. That's all he knew. That's all he knew. But no, I want to thank everybody so much for listening to uh, to our podcast. It's been amazing so far. Uh, we've got so much more good shit to come. Um, but, uh, time for social media. You guys can follow us on Facebook, on our Facebook page. It is Beyond the Man Cave there. You can follow us, uh, we also have a group page where you can, where we have the link on our Facebook page where you can join there. We have all sorts of memes and all sorts of funny shit that we post in there from time to time. Like we post news articles, we post memes, we post billionaire dick rockets. <laughs> I heard you starting to say it. Yeah, I, I was going to say it. Thank you. I got I've you. I've, I, at least you threw it out there. I, I got you. It. I'm not going to let you get, I'm not going to let you forget about your billionaire dick rockets. I will tell you somebody has gotten offended by the name of that, that episode. I love it. I'm I glad. love the fact somebody got offended. And you want to take a guess on, on just gender who was, who was offended oh. by this? Oh God! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'll just leave it there. I'll just I'll just leave it there. Mayo. But uh, why was <laughs> you're retarded? Why was Gender Mahal offended by the name? Ah, <laughs> tying it back to wrestling. Um, you can follow us on our Instagram, uh, Beyond the Man Cave. Uh, just search there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, all it's still All Out Sports SH1 because I can't change that for some odd reason. I can change the name of the actual actual Twitter to Beyond the Man Cave. Fuck Twitter. So, so just just search Beyond the Man Cave on Twitter. Um, we are now on TikTok as well, uh, Beyond the Man Cave, so you can follow us there. Um, trying you need to, to send me that information so I can start posting. Oh, yes, I do. So you can I get need. it banned too. <laughs> so so, yeah, so that, that TikTok can get banned as well. Look, I just got unbanned on one profile, and I would not be surprised if I got back on there and I actually had one of my videos removed and I got banned on that backup. <laughs> My backup's even getting banned now, and I'm still banned until tomorrow on my main, so I mean, hey, you know, there's that. <laughs> that that's Christ. my life. I can't post on fucking social media anymore, you know. So, so guys, uh, join the, the Beyond the Man Cave TikTok while you can, because it's not, it is not blocked by TikTok yet, uh, but I'll soon will be. I'll try my best to not get it blocked. <laughs> 
Thank you. I at least appreciate hey, the attempt. Look, my last four smoking videos have actually not been blocked. I'm doing pretty good for myself today. Good. I'm, 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 I'm actually proud of myself for not getting a video removed. Good. Congratulations on this new accomplishment that you've gotten. First time in the last four days. <laughs> So, but guys, follow us on all of our social media. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, Pandora, Anchor FM. I think Everything. I said Spotify. You can literally find us everywhere. Just type in the search engine. Type in Beyond the Man Cave. You will find out where you can listen to us. You can also go to our pod page. It's podpage.com backslash Beyond the Man Cave where you'll be able to listen to the episodes right then and there. You All you have to do is click on the episode and hit play, and it will play immediately. Uh, and, and for those of you that are actually listening on Spotify, uh, or that want to listen on Spotify, you guys that can follow us, go ahead and do that on there. Yes. You can go to uh, your library, and there is a podcast and shows page that you can click on, and it will give you up-to-date shows or beyond the man cave, so it's really easy to access on there. And I—that's that's the one I personally use all the time. I use Spotify for everything. I've, I've used iHeart uh, here recently because iHeart does the exact same thing. As soon as you follow us on iHeart Radio, you immediately get notified when a new episode gets posted. So, guys, follow us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. You'll get the notification as soon as the show is posted. But again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm Eric Ringle. For Brandon King, Tyler Foster. King Smoke. He had to get it in there. I'm not gonna do the other one because I'm not throwing. I'm it's, not a throwing sh- it's a new. It's a new show. I'm not dropping my social media, so I'm not. I'm not <laughs> throwing it in there. You know, I'm trying to be good. I, I we appreciate it. I know Tyler does. He's, I'm trying to yes. be good. <laughs> but guys, thank you so well, much. You, for you guys allow me to have a weed segment. The least I can do is not throw that other one out there, right? <laughs> oh, and fuck, check down Teddy. Hope yeah, fuck, check down Teddy. Yeah, I forgot about that. We forgot about bringing up. Check fuck down his Teddy. bitch ass. Fuck, check down Teddy and enjoy being Drew Locke's backup, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Long snapper. For fuck's sake, quit talking about long snappers.